You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Midnight Storm, a brilliantly fast grade one winner by Pioneer of the Nile. Mike Smith just points him in the right direction. Midnight Storm dominating. Millionaire and seven-time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf. Midnight Storm over accelerators, finding the line well, but not well enough. And Midnight Storm has taken it by two lengths. From America's hottest sire line. Midnight Storm, he wins it this year. Midnight Storm. Standing at TaylorMade Farm. Welcome to another edition of the Horse Ownership Experience. It is Tuesday, February 18th. I don't know why I always say the date, because this is a podcast and it doesn't matter. But you know what? Things need to be timely. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner at Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me, as always, is the famously talented and wonderfully gifted Michelle Yu. I'm running out of adjectives for you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. We have a really, really cool show uh, we have Samantha Siegel, who uh, is one of the biggest owners in the game. Uh, she uh, won the Grade Three by Akoa over the weekend with Go Google Yourself, who is a homebred, which makes it even more exciting. So Sammy's going to join generation us. Homebred. Yes, Sammy's going to join us shortly. Uh, Michelle and I are going to go through all the races uh, that happened this weekend, the graded stakes races. Then mm-hmm. after we talk to Sam, we are going to do our very first top five. Uh, Kentucky Derby countdown. Uh, so we have a lot of things to cover. We are going to. The first thing I want to say, Michelle, and I, I hate starting the show on a down note, but oh, the no. yeah, I got to bring it up. the The Taraz, uh unfortunate breakdown over the weekend was just crushing to me. She was already had kind of stolen my heart, and I, I have been depressed ever since. Oh, so, so sad. She broke down training um, at Oakland. Oh, it's yeah. just Spencer. It's just Spencer. And they did bring her back to the barn, but um, the injury to the to the area, she broke a pastern, and the blood loss and the um, just instability of the entire area meant that they thought it was best to, best to euthanize her, as yeah. was reported by Judmont Farms, her owner. And I was I feel bad for Brad Cox and his whole team, and especially the Judmont uh, team. Um, she was priceless. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't, you don't even, you can't even say how much that Philly might have been worth financially, but there's so much more than that. I think there's, uh, what you're seeing is on social media is this kind of outpouring of love and sympathy. And, um, these horses mean a lot to us. And anybody who doesn't think they, they do, uh, they're, they're very, very wrong. So again, right. uh, even Spencer thinks that, uh, it was a very sad event. So, um, we'll get that out of the way, Michelle. I know we have like, 13 graded stakes races. I have no idea where you're <laughs> going to start. I have everything written down. I'm super okay. organized today. I have owners written you? down. Yep. I, I watched all, all the right. races. I'm ready to go. So you tell me where we're starting and let's go. I'm going to start with the Southwest, which okay. was supposed to include some shippers from here, ended up not. And it went to a home team in Silver Prospector. For Ed and Susie Orr and Steve Asmussen. Ed and Susie Orr, uh, they've been around for a long time. Silver Prospector is a very good horse. He he sat right off. Had a, you know, to win these races, Michelle, you need perfect trips. We've right. talked about it a hundred times. I, I can't stress it enough. He sat in the pocket. He chased a very good horse, by the way. 
of uh, I believe it was Brad Cox. Wells Bayou. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that horse that was the first time for him in a stakes race. That horse ran very well. Silver Prospector cer- certainly should be taken seriously, and he is officially uh, on the Derby Trail. Very solid well, race. Congratulations to Ed and Susie Orr. Things that you have to like about him is even though he did lay close and get a like a, got a pocket trip, like you said, they did go pretty fast up front. And, you know, not every horse wants to lay that close to them going fast and still have the kick that he showed at the end. So I like that about him. And uh, he already has a graded stakes win at Churchill Downs. He won the Kentucky Jockey Club last year. So that bodes well for him if you like a horse for course as well. Absolutely. Don't you find him just like a... Uh... He kind of seems like a workman-like type horse, right? Like he's, you know, he's not too flashy. He's just yeah, like he's little too. It looks yeah, like so yeah. when you watch him and like he's like too, like trailing behind that horse. That other horse is like his mommy, and he's like the baby, <laughs> just following along. Well, all right, so Michelle and I both like Silver Prospector. Congratulations to the oars. Where we go next? Uh, the Razorback. The also Razorback at Oaklawn Park, and that went to Warriors Charge, and there were two. 100 owners in the winner circle for him. Brad Cox, 10 Strike Racing, and Matacat. Yeah, 10 Strike Racing is our good friend Marshall Graham. They have a huge group, uh, primarily Midwest, back East. Uh, Marshall is a, a very, very – I think he's been on our show. I have to go back and check. I, yeah, but, I don't remember. But he, um, he's an economics professor by trade. And he loves the game. He he plays in the contests very very, and they do a great job. And I know that uh, Liz Crow is a bloodstock agent for them. Mm-hmm. I have to say that of all the races that we're about to talk about, I, I think Warriors Charge was I'm going to say a top three impressive uh, race. Ooh. He set the pace, and down the lane visually, he just kept going it was it was right. almost like he had a turn of foot by being in front it was it was a really really impressive race congratulations to them great three raises back 10 strike racing and Madiket. don't forget about them well i'd like to say this too uh you know when you look at the handicap division a lot of times we've in the past we've been seeing our handicap division kind of get decimated by horses heading off to the breeding shed so we end up with just a bunch of like allowance horses in there this this field for the um, the Razorback had a really good stakes caliber field of four year old, four year old, five year old, seven year old, five year old, five year old, seven year old, four year old, six year old, seven year old, and four year old. Great observation. I couldn't agree more. And it's nice to see these horses stay in training. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> I've said it. Uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. The breeding industry cannot constantly run the racing industry. Right. Um, the racing industry has to have a chance. All these three year olds that are so good, and we get to follow them during the Derby Trail and onto the Breeders' Cup, and then they're just gone and it Mm -hmm. really doesn't serve our game well if that continues to happen so that's just where i stand very good and refreshing and i hope it's going to be a trend warriors charged by the way also by munnings and uh he's been having a really good month yeah yeah just ask uh hashtag munnings february (laughs) yeah ask um uh nate mccauley who is the biggest munnings fan out there shout out to nate um okay that was the uh razorback where are we going next viacoa the Bayakoa we talked about. Go Google yourself for JMS and and um, buy into she mischief. Was gutty there. Oh, she was really gutty. I didn't think she was going to get there at the, inside Me the 16th pole, and she just really rallied late. And and uh, we're going to talk to Samantha Siegel coming up all about Go Google yourself. Congratulations to Paul McGee, he's an excellent horseman, and that whole family is into the racing. Marty McGee writes for the Racing Forum. Um, their sister is 
uh, Amy Ellis. Amy Ellis. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, a family of, of racetrack junkies, or as um, Amy always says, uh, do you have any scammers for me? That's what she likes to bet, the big long shots. <laughs> did you uh, snort? I did. That was awesome. Because I, I just picture Amy saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got any scammers? Uh, okay. Then we had two separate divisions of the Risen Star because okay. there were just so many horses that wanted to run in it. Sure. One of the divisions was won by Modernist, and the other was won by Mr. Monomoy, who is the younger brother to uh, Kentucky Oaks winner Monomoy Girl. I think it's a. I think it's a uh, great family. Obviously, she did win the Mr. Oaks, Monomoy. Right? <laughs> she did. She won. No. No. Yes. Yes. Yes, she she yeah, did she win did, the Oaks, right? of course. Okay. Yes. All of a sudden, I had like a doubt. Mr. Monomoy is owned by uh, Madiket, again, uh, Michael Dubb and Doheny. Uh, Modernist, interestingly enough, is owned by Marty and Pam Wygod, who for years have been major into the South, Southern California racing. Um, they've had so many good horses. They were actually the original owners of Shared Belief as well. Um, trained by Bill Mott, Modernist. Set a, interestingly enough, Michelle, and I don't know what to make of this, but both these horses went wire to wire with very aggressive rides. Um, could it have been a track variant that day that favored speed? Uh, possibly. Uh, I think people will say that. Uh, but nonetheless, both were impressive. Both earned major points. What did they earn? 50 points for the uh, Kentucky Derby? Yeah, Was it 40? Like that. I, I, don't take, I don't pay attention to the points. Is that a bad thing? It's, it's not a bad thing because it's still very early, but... All you have to do, really, I think, is win one of these races, and you are right. in. So, but your horse still needs to get there, uh, right. and that's the case. So, uh, congratulations to all, uh, both Risen Star winners, Mr. Monomoy and Modernist, and we'll hope to see them down the line and possibly the Louisiana Derby. Let me give you a little uh, preview, Billy. Yeah. One of my top Derby horses came out of those two races, but did not win. Wow. Well, I, it's probably not okay. a new door who was four to five in the second version, who we actually pinhooked as a two-year-old last who year. Who? A new door. An, oh, a new door. Okay. A new door. I just call yeah, him a new I door. Yeah, you said a new door. I was well, like, no, that's how I say it because <laughs> it's easier that? to say a new door. Uh, it just it just looked like he didn't fire. I don't know if it was the blinkers. I don't know if it was the first time. You know, the 2020 debut. Maybe he was a little short for Blaine Wright, but he did not fire. And I have not heard whether or not he remains on the uh, Derby Trail because uh, he almost won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year. I think they were going to bring him back out here and try him in the Santa Anita Derby. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a good that's idea. That's what I heard. Okay, where are we going um, next? Okay, also then the Rachel Alexandra, which I did not watch, but it was finite. Another daughter of Munnings. Beating British Idiom. Yeah, British Idiom came into this race. She was bet down to four to five. Finite, I believe, was five to two. I thought Finite was an absolute lock. Just have to say that for really? anybody who was with me that day. This filly has been running lights out. I believe it's her third straight win, fourth straight win. Um, Winchell Thoroughbreds, Thomas Raymond, uh, Raymar, William Dixon, Deborah Easter are the owners of Finite. Um, a, a really powerful effort here, and she has definitely has to be one of the favorites right now for the Kentucky Oaks. Um, by the way, talking really quick about Winchell, do you remember when we had David Fisk on and we I were do. talking about naming horses and I told him I wanted to name one of his horses? Yes, I do. Okay, so I told him I wanted to name um, one of his gun runners. Right. And I had given him the name Pneumatic and he wrote me back and said he loved the name but he wanted to give it to another horse and he asked if that was okay. 
And I said, of course, if you want it. So he actually named it Uncle Mo Pneumatic, and it debuted and won this week. Are so you kidding me? Win. I nope. mean, that's what the, you know, that's the power of the horse ownership experience right there. That's what we do. Ho show strikes right. again. So, uh, did, did win a maiden special weight on debut by about a neck in a big field of nine or 10, um, over at Oakland Park going six. For Good for you, years. Michelle. I'm so. proud of you. Pretty cool. I saw that he was in. I said something to David. He won, so it was fun. Very good. All right. Um, Moving okay, on, because people don't see, really care Rachel about you Alexandra, naming horses. We did the... Do, 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 do. Oh, no. We didn't do the big race here. Everything's falling apart. Uh, the fairgrounds uh, at fairgrounds, the mineshaft, and... Silver Dust. Royal Delta, Gulfstream. Cookie Dough, Arendelle. The mineshaft went to Silver Dust with Tom and Tom Dura... Dur- I can't read my writing. I'm such a loser. I actually prepared and can't read my writing. Oh, that's kind of typical. I'm, it I'm, really you is. Did a really, you're doing a really great job Thank so you. far. Thank you. I actually watched a lot of these races this week, too. Generally, I'm like, I didn't see the race. <laughs> well, you didn't so, say <laughs> one of my favorite races in the week. Now, I told you I really liked Warrior's Charge and the way he finished. I think mm-hmm. one of the sprinters that you're going to have to watch this year very closely is Forenze Fire. And he won the grade okay. three General George. Um it's Mr. Amore uh, uh, Stables, uh, Thoroughbreds. And Frenzy Fire is really good. Uh, he was really right, good yeah, last he year. Is. He was really, he almost beat uh, Imperial Hint in the uh, race before the Breeders' Cup, if you remember that race. Or he actually did, mm-hmm. didn't he beat him and he was uh, taken down? Now I can't um, remember. I don't remember. It was, it was a bang up finish. I, it, 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 he's just one of those, again, what you said earlier, Michelle, he's one of those hard knockers that they brought Five back again. Old. He's, he's most famous probably for when he tried to bite the other horse, um, last, <laughs> last year at, I think it was parks. Uh, I just, he's one of those horses that you just kind of like, and I don't, I can't, I can't explain it. I I was talking to someone the other day about it, Michelle. There's just certain horses that you like, that you root for, for whatever reason. Not that it doesn't, you don't have to have a bet on them. You just like them. And Frenzy Fire for me is one of those horses. So congratulations to uh, Mr. Amore. Um, we also had a couple of races locally here. We had the Sweet Life, speaking of the Wygots, and uh, Laura's Light won that pretty impressively for Peter Miller. This is the second week in a row he's taken a miler um, turf horse and cut them back to the five and a half at Santa Anita and won a stake. Yeah, she'll be very tough in the three-year-old Philly division. Shocker that Gary Barber has another good three-year-old Philly. He will never come on the show. Um, at some point, he's, I we're did just... give him his trophy this week, though. You did, did you say anything about I... the show? Uh, no. No, I should. <sighs> well, here's the good news: since we have the new format, we can get him whenever. So I'm you just gonna say to him, we should just record him in the paddock one day. Yeah, like, good idea. While he's waiting for a source, because he goes down there early. Right. Okay. Like, next time he's out there, we should just like assault it. Like, just seem like we're chit chatting, but hold the phone. Let's up not assault him. Let's just maybe go talk to him. Okay. <laughs> Well, Laura's Light. <laughs> Laura's Either Light. Way, private purchase out of a maiden win at Golden Gate Fields, and now she's won back-to-back stakes for um, Barber and Peter Miller. She looked really good that day, cutting back, coming from off the pace with the rail set out. Lighthouse, Simon Callahan's Philly ran really well in second. She put up all the fractions and fought down the lane. I thought she ran really well in defeat. Yeah, nice horse for L&J okay. Foxwoods, I believe. And the ma- big um, race here. The Santa Monica, great two, um, hard not to love, and I think that everyone all of a sudden is in love with her. Well, I don't know if it's all of a sudden. Hard not to love, owned by Mercedes Stable, West Point Thoroughbred, Scott Dilworth, Dorothy, and David Ingordo. 
Uh, here's the thing. She has one eye. We all know the story. It's a great story. And this filly has turned into an absolute monster. I, t- I wanted to talk about Warrior's Charge. Just I wanted to talk about... Just don't know the, the, the story, Billy. She yeah. lost her eye in a yearling accident with a paddock mate. So she's actually missing her right eye. Um, and when she first got to the track, she was a little quirky. But John Sheriffs is such a genius with these type of fillies that need a little bit of like special care. And I was talking to Mike Smith beforehand and he told me, Michelle, I've worked this filly almost every time. And the first time I got on her, she about scared me to death. She was a stone cold runaway. He said, I couldn't hold her. I couldn't relax her. I couldn't stop her. She would go like 21 flat and then she'd have nothing left to give because she gave it all. He said the difference in her now from a mental standpoint, is unbelievable. You would never guess this is the same horse that would not be able to be controlled at all. Look, credit to, to John Sheriffs, credit to Mike Smith, credit to that whole team for being patient. And we are in a society that everything has to be now. We want to win now. We want to win with two-year-olds. We want the fastest horse. We want. It's very difficult, especially in this game of horse racing, to be patient. But... Um, as my dad used to tell me when I was a kid, uh, you know, patience is very, very important because I don't know if you know me, but I have very little patience. Um, <laughs> but I listen, credit, uh, they, uh, you're right. John Sheriff gets a lot of it. And this Philly, I thought Warrior Charge, I thought this Philly was so impressive. And it's going to be really interesting, Michelle, because she's probably going to go in the grade one beholder. Uh, and that race is shaping up to be quite a race. And I'm, I wonder if we'll have mm-hmm. some shippers come in. Uh, but Hard Not to Love is certainly going to be a factor in the older Philly and Mare division this year in not only Southern California, but uh, across the country. Very exciting. Yeah, very good. Is that is that everything? That's, that's all the stakes. All right, well, that's let's do this. Let's get, um, let's get Sam on the line. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back with Sam Siegel, and we'll talk to her all about Go Google Yourself. We'll talk to her about the recent uh, Rick Dutrow is coming back into the fold, and uh, we'll have a nice discussion with Sam. And then we'll do our top five derby rankings after Samantha Siegel. We'll be right back. Woo-hoo. Come join us at Santa Anita for exciting live thoroughbred action from now until June 21st. And with our new Ultimate Fan Experience, you can get immersed in Santa Anita like never before. Your Ultimate Experience package includes a meet and greet with a trainer at their barn in the morning, breakfast at Clocker's Corner, a box for the day, and an afternoon tour including visiting track announcer Frank Miramati in the announcer's booth. For upcoming events, guarantees, and everything that's happening at the great race place, visit SantaAnita.com slash events. And welcome back to the Horse Ownership Experience. We have a very special guest on the show today. Samantha Siegel, JMS Stables, is here to join. And, uh, you know, Sam, you were one of our very first guests. Do you want to take a guess on how long ago that was? Uh, Seven or eight years ago. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's great that you went that far. No, it's been four years. But... um, it's only four years. Yeah, did you? But did you honestly? It when feels you, so long. When you were on the show for the first time, did you think we would still be around four years later? Honestly. Of course, knowing you, Billy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, Sam, you had a hell of a weekend. Um, we're going to talk first. Let's talk about Go Google Yourself and her win in the Grade Three by Akoa. Uh, first of all, congratulations. I know this filly means a lot to you. Yeah, well, she's a second generation homebred, or. 
third or whatever you call it. Um, and uh, Paul's done a great job with her, and we're going to pick our spots and have a lot of fun this year, I hope. Is, it, there's got to be something special in the fact that this is that she is from, like you just said, second or third generation. I believe the, the mayor is um, ta- uh, ta- Taunt? Taunt? Am I saying that right? I taunt, can't, yeah. Taunt. I yeah, can't read my own writing. A daughter, who is a daughter of I Ain't Bluffing, and you remember when of, we had I Ain't Bluffing out course. here with Ron Ellis. And uh, Taunt was um, a deputy minister Philly of hers that uh, wound up towing in really bad. And I sent her to Rick Dutcho in New York because I knew Rick wouldn't care what she looked like. <laughs> and he, he would just run her. And he ran her uh, first time out of Gulfstream and she ran third. Brought her back home to New York and she won her next start like a good horse. But of course, the physical to- tolls of the towing in uh, started to manifest themselves, and he said, I, I don't want to hurt her, let's just retire. And I love Deputy Minister Mayor, so we did that, and um, this has been her best, best one so far. Well, and it might also have to do with the sire. You chose uh, Into Mischief for this one. I believe we talked last time, but who does, are you involved in the mating process when you, you have a, you, you want to go to Into Mischief, or you want to go to some of these new hot young sires? Uh, Rick Waldman helps me out a lot, and uh, we discuss things, and, you know, especially when we're at the sales looking at yearlings of the early stallions, you get an idea of who you might want to go to or racehorses you like, and um, I've got a nice relationship with Spendthrift, and uh, uh, it's nice to be able to breed to him, and, and for Google, when we read, made her, he was very reasonable. Sure. Sam, I notice, and Michelle, you'll, I'm sure you'll agree with me. Sam, you can hear it in her voice. Sam is very steady. It's not too high, not too low, as my old uh, uh, college baseball coach used to tell me. Sam, do you get excited watching these races? Because I, you're so, you're very, you're right there. You know, you keep it level-headed. Oh, ask anybody who watches races <laughs> around me. Yes, I do. Yes, but, I do. But you've seen we, so much. We were watching it at home in the living room. And when I stood up, I kicked my slippers off because I knew I wanted to start jumping up and down and stamping my feet. So, uh, um, and where is Zach during yeah, this time? How, good, how is, that, is Zach? Zach is right next to me. He's up screaming and yelling. Our friend Robert is, is over with us, and he's screaming and yelling. And, I mean, and we're, we're all, you know, riding or two, and uh, it, it was just such a thrill. Well, you we're, we're obviously so cool. big fans. Samantha Siegel joining us here on the Horse Ownership Experience. Sam, I want to get into something really quick because you mentioned him. Um, you mentioned Rick Dutrow, and there's this uh, kind of a little bit of a swell of support. I've read a couple of articles in the last week that uh, he, he trying to get him reinstated. He served seven of his 10 years uh, suspension so far. Uh, have you heard anything? Do you know anything about uh, the Dutrow situation? Um, I've, I've heard things off and on. Um, I know he's been told by people in New York, you're going to, we're going to take care of you. You're going to get back. You're going to get back and, and nothing ever happens. And hopefully this will bring about the swell that will actually get something done this time. It, it's extremely frustrating. Um, every lawyer he's had has been ineffective. It's been a whole cluster bleep. The whole time. Oh, you can swear on here. It's okay. Um, it's an internet show. <laughs> well, it's been a clusterfuck. Let's face it. But um, it, it's weird because when the whole thing happened, I was with him at Churchill. We were running Boys of Tuscanova and some other horses. 
And when it happened, you know, they did this quote unquote barn search that was 10 minutes and right to the desk Mm -hmm. um, and walk out the barn. This thing happened when we were in Kentucky and he never, ever said a word. And and when everything came out, I said, when did this happen? And he told me, I said, why didn't you say anything? Right. You know, we, we all needed to jump on this right away. And it, it, from start to finish, it is just, oh, my God, you know, one story after the other. And then figuring out for them to piece together what actually happened. And uh, it's just mind-boggling. And you read about all the things that are going on nowadays. And, and he's sitting there, you know, trying to, you know, not put a gun in his mouth. You it's, know, yeah, it's been, for lack of a better term. He's yeah. lost his livelihood. The horses are his life. I mean, he must be part horse. I've watched him in the barn with the horses, and he must be part horse. And it is the most frustrating thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We've seen that. We've seen that a lot. I mean, if there if there's a if there's a silver lining, it's that we 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 got Michelle Nevin out of it, who I know you're very close to, and I think you've had some success recently with her in New York too. And I've seen her in the barn, and she's like that too. I mean, they just absolutely yeah. love the horses, and that's what you want to see. Yep, they get the best care. They get stopped on when they needed to get stopped on, and um, you know you can't ask for more than that from a trainer. So, Sam, what are your uh, thoughts? Hopefully. Of- what are your thoughts of our current just racing situation? You know, you are obviously a longtime owner. You've been in the game for so long and you're very realistic about the world. I, I think we're in deep doo-doo. It's very frustrating and it seems everywhere you turn around, our industry is shooting itself in the foot. Um, I look at the stuff that's come out of Louisiana in the last, two weeks about the quote unquote warming positives. And I, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. And the trainer gets fined a thousand dollars. The owners lose all their purse money. And that, that's going to be it. Really? I sure hope Kentucky's going to kick him in the ass. Cause somebody <laughs> needs to, uh, that's frustrating. I, I think, um, California, we're hanging on by our fingernails. I mean, it's, it's so sad see you know a once vibrant industry you know when billy and i grew up we all grew up out here there were, there were lots of people that went to the races then 88w started and people started not coming to the races anymore but um the whole industry has just turned itself upside down on I, I you know we need to reinvent the wheel yeah, we need to. We need. I think you're right, Sam. I think we need to just almost like start over and figure out how we do it, especially in this in this society today and um, the this, the advent of social media. And I know you're real big on social media, and you're not afraid to speak your mind on there. How do you feel that social media I, has I, has? I have, go ahead. I have to be careful because you know, as people get to know you, you're not just you know an anonymous person out there speaking. And and sometimes my best weapon on social media is to type out my answer and then hit delete before send. That, you know what? A lot of people should do that. <laughs> All right. I, I always have this like second thing, what I put on there. I thought maybe as an owner, you'd get a little bit more freedom. No, no. You, some, you know, you type it out to vent and then, you know, you just can't hit send. You just have to, it beats biting your tongue. But uh, do you think Janine Sahadi does that? <laughs> No, but Janine, 
she wears her heart on her sleeve. Absolutely. Um, she go to the end of the world for you, and she will tell you exactly what she thinks of you. Absolutely. Well, and you, that is Janine. You've had, and you have very special dinners down there at Red Tractons. Can you tell our audience this, the 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 famous Red Tracton dinners and and what goes on at those dinners, or at least what you guys eat? Well, with with Janine, it's any time and any time. <laughs> um, and she she and Zach get along very well, and they have their cigarette breaks, and every once in a while, I stand there while they smoke, and we all chatter. But um, it, it gives her a chance to vent a little bit because, you know, she's down there by herself most of the time of the year. And when we all come down there, it's nice to get together and uh, have some fun and shoot off some steam. But uh, the old Trapton's dinner you might be referring to was uh, once my dad heard that Trapton serves turkey dinner every Thursday, we had a regular group for Thanksgiving dinner every Thursday at Delmar. Amazing, and that does con- that does continue, and uh, we bring in the old crew and some new crew, and and you don't have to have turkey if you don't want to, but uh, <laughs> it's it's a, it's always good to have a tradition. I'll I'll ask one more one more difficult question because we we're going back to the situation here in in California, and it's really you know. Uh, across the United States, uh, racing is kind of under siege. It, and we talked about your dad last time. Obviously, I was very close to Mace. We served on the boards together, and, and I loved him like a like a father of my own. Um, what do you think Mace would be saying right now if you could if if he saw what was going on? What would Mace be doing? I know he'd be angry. Oh my God! Well, I, I think that if we had like the old generation of Mace and Ed Friendly around last year when when the shit was hitting the fan maybe some things would have happened a lot differently. That's fair. Um, I'm, I'm still dumbfounded at the fact that Santa Anita takes no responsibility for what happened. You know, it's nice to be one of the, the states that actually reports the mortality of our horses, but not when they use it against us. You know, yeah. um, the local news stations were, uh, I think, picking random numbers of horses that died <laughs> the yeah. other day. I heard a thing, right. and I'm like, "What do you mean, 17? We're not at 17." Yeah, it's. I, it... Where'd you get that number? You know. Right. Um. It's 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 sad. You know. The it, I don't understand how. Yeah. How no, things it... went to hell so quickly. I think you're right, but let's 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 end on a positive note. Go Google yourself. What's next? What where are we going? Where, and and I, I have a two parter. Who you have any upcoming three year olds, two year olds in the barn? I was going to say, that... Billy, I've got some questions too. Yeah, go. <laughs> I just kind of took over. I was just rolling. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll answer your question then, Michelle. I'll let Michelle. Uh, we're going to wait for the apple blossom. Oh, great. And we're gonna we're gonna give her the two months, and it's the mile and sixteenth. Um, we figured out one year after we got all excited about her winning at Keeneland and wheeled her back Oak State that she does not like that. <laughs> so we're going to make sure that when she runs, she gets um, hopefully at least two months and uh, we'll make the next stop, the Apple Blossom, and hopefully we'll have a lot of fun there. And and then we'll sit down and uh, try and make a plan, but not get too far ahead of ourselves there. Sounds good. So. Michelle, I'll let you go ahead. I, I'm Thank sorry you. I interrupted. I know Sam is I, short on time. I didn't want to take too okay. much of her time. I apologize. <laughs> I know, okay. Having been in the game for so long, what makes you happiest? I know every win is, everyone says is, is, is like the same, but do you like to see 
your babies that you've just bought do good and give you some new hope? Do you like to see an, a little bit older horse like Go Google Yourself come back for another season? Do you like those old campaigners like Rail Trip? What's your favorite? All of it's good. You know, the, the nice part is usually when you have a downtime in one part of the racing world or another, like normally for us, January and February is very quiet, but except for this year, thank goodness. And you look forward to the babies being born and, and, and the babies pick you up and, and all of that. And it's, it's a constant renewal process of the game and getting, you know, the new three-year-olds running, the new two-year-olds running, and um, hopefully having the older horses come back and do well. But, it, you, yeah, you know, there's no such thing as a bad one. Some are just more exciting and fulfilling than others. You know, and mm-hmm. when you see people at the races and, you know, bring them down to the winter circle, come back, bring your friends, come out in the morning and, and try and make it fun for people. That's what it's about. You know, most of my, most of my friends I've met through the races, you right. know, it's an amazing place. You know, we are an interesting lot and we are not boring. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I yeah, agree. Yeah. All right. And Sam, and your Twitter, you know, your Twitter says you don't tout your own horses. How come you can't tell us like Billy want to know your favorite three-year-old or what you yeah. got coming up? We need scoop. Uh, well, at, um, we've got a nice uh, violence cult with uh, Brian Corner, Silent Fury, who broke his maiden. And we're looking for an allowance race for him in the new book. So hopefully we'll get to do that. And Michelle won with a nice, First time starter, um, Extra Hope's little sister, Master of Hope. And we had a good second um, last weekend with uh, the three year old out of Include Me Out. His name is 12th mm-hmm. Man. Sure. And um, Paul's got a homebred that ran a good second also Saturday, and that's Last Chance of Glory. And uh, so always good to have three year olds coming up, and I need to. Get down and visit my two-year-olds. We've got our names done. And, What's the, give the us way, one I, name. I, I give love us to one see name. that. Yeah. She, I love that you she, post your babies on like social media and then people toss names out there. I love it. What's the best name, Sammy? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't have my list. All right. Of we'll, we'll look <laughs> online. Maybe I'll post it uh, tomorrow. But um, Okay. You know, when we did when we did go Google yourself, I love that she has a following off her name. You know, she's oh, got a, a pretty good fan base. Well, you know? and we come to you for all the award show uh, dressing uh, reviews. That's what you've become <laughs> famous for. Uh, w- did you have an I Oscars know. pick? When I, when I have I, a big day. I want to like I want to send Sam my outfit beforehand and be like, what I don't know why you don't. I honestly don't know why you don't. Well, I'm waiting for the day you yeah. review us on Breeders' Cup. No, no, no. It's just, it's just fun because there's, you know, you see them on TV and you see pictures and and it, it helps make it more enjoyable. You know, it make, it makes it fun instead of boring. You know, I don't even watch. I only watch you. <laughs> <laughs> were you a, were you parasite? Were you parasite or 1917, Sam? Oh, I, I, you know, I don't think parasite needed to win both. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm an all for share the wealth society. Share the wealth. You know, and uh, I did enjoy 1970. I didn't think it needed to win both. Okay. It, it, it was good and it was interesting, but I guess uh, 
our Hollywood elitists are all trying to prove that we're just a bunch of parasites. <laughs> Samantha Siegel, thank you for the time. I have one last question. Um, after this, Michelle and I are going to give our top five Derby uh, hopefuls. Uh, do you have a number one on your list right now that we can compare? Not really. Okay. Yeah, it's too soon. Too soon. Okay. It's, I mean, shoot, Bob might have another two, three maiden break. Right? <laughs> oh, don't give that away because that's my X factor. I was going to say that. Someone who hasn't run they, from Baffert yet. That's cheating. You didn't tell <laughs> me that was legal. You no, had like make up rules, Billy. Actually, yesterday on TVG, after the races, they were touting he's got an American Pharaoh two-year-old yep. called American Code that hasn't run yet. Okay, we'll we'll give you American and, code uh, in, in the draft. I've actually had that horse in my stable mail, so he must have been working with another good Baffert horse. Because when I see names like that, I'll go stick them in my stable mail so I make sure I don't miss them running. Very cool, Samantha Siegel. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. Continued success. Congratulations with Go Google Yourself, and we will probably talk to you hopefully four years from now when we do this again. Oh, maybe closer than four years. Let's do it sooner. It really is. Okay. All right. We'll have you as our first right. three-time guest. Sammy, great talking to you, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Thanks Sam. Guys. Thanks, okay. Sam. All right. Bye. That is Samantha Siegel here on the Horse American Ownership Code, Experience. American Code, by the way. American Code. Eros Colt, who's out of Harmony Lodge. Do you remember that, Mary? I do remember her. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then Michelle and I will come back with our top five Derby hopefuls, and we will see what's coming up this week at the Great race place we'll be right back come join us at santa anita for exciting live thoroughbred action from now until june 21st and with our new ultimate fan experience you can get immersed in santa anita like never before your ultimate experience package includes a meet and greet with a trainer at their barn in the morning breakfast at clocker's corner a box for the day and an afternoon tour including visiting track announcer frank miramati in the announcer's booth for upcoming events, guarantees, and everything that's happening at the Great Race Place, visit SantaAnita.com slash events. All right, welcome back here on the Horse Ownership Experience. Michelle, that was fun talking to Sam. Yes, it was. It was fun talking to Sam, and uh, I just want to kind of add on to the Dutro thing. Sure. Is I hope that he is able to come back early. I think that he has served a lot of time and I'm well aware that there were a lot of medication violations, but I think honestly, no, Detro was a horseman. Michelle, I read today that there were three. Three. No, no, but I mean, he, no, he's had a lot of violations. Now, I'm not saying that they're all class one. I mean, they can be overages right. or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there have been uh, several of them, but I love reading um, in that last article that came out that I think it was Bramlage that said that he had never had a catastrophic injury yeah. of a horse. Yeah, how about that? That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. This guy is a genius horseman. He has served his time. I I'm all for it. Bring him back. You know, the I think it was more of a witch hunt than anything else. And I've been reading right. these articles, Michelle, uh, Michelle. I've read them all. Um, obviously, I'm very close with Michelle Nevin, who worked with Dutrow. Um, she sends me stuff. I read stuff. I send her stuff. And the the interesting thing was it, it seemed like they just didn't like him. I mean, you know, he talked about steroids and Winstrol, and he was candid about it, and he didn't hide from it. And the truth of the matter is when he was doing it, it was legal. Right. So I don't, right. you know... Uh, you say what you will, it's, but it's a le if it's a therapeutic legal medication and it's on the record that you're using it, it shouldn't be a problem. Right. Exactly. 
So obviously that has changed since that time. All right, Michelle, I know right. people are probably fast forwarding everything we've talked about because they're very interested in our uh, top five derby rankings that we wanted to come <laughs> out with today. We know it's early. Miner's going to be complete shocker. Uh, okay. I, uh, okay. In the Sam interview, I told you I spoiled it. One was I was going to say we haven't seen it yet from Baffert, but I'll throw that out. And I'm just going to I'm going to tell you that four of my five horses are Bafferts. Seriously? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now, this really? is to win the Derby, right? This is what we're doing. Right. Okay, this is to win the Derby. All right, so who's your five? Okay, I don't have them in order. I just have five. Oh, no, I want top five. I want five. You want them in like the number one to yes. win the Derby order right yes. now? Yes, yep. I want you to start Shit. with five. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. You All right, first. I'm going to go with Authentic from the Baffert Stable. Uh, that's number one? No, that's number five. Okay, number five, guys. Yeah. Okay. Number five. Mine's going to be a very. He is on your list. Okay. Yeah. So let, why don't you just make him five and we'll make it the same? Okay. Okay. Where is he going next, Michelle? Do you know? He's coming up. Um, so I think they are actually going to ship him out of town. Oh, he, he's going to be the out of towner? I think he's going to be the out of towner. Okay. All right. Well, because uh, they're talking about leaving, um, leaving Nadal here. Okay. Or, and then. No, maybe that's the opposite. I'm wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> no one. Does anyone know? Crap. Does anyone know? Yeah. Really? Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Pause the well, show. Well, I think he's. Pause no, I'm not show. pausing. I think he's going in the San Felipe. I, I, yeah, he's going. Is he? He's staying, right? Yeah. I think leaving? he's staying. I don't know, but he's staying. I can remember. Let's see. There's two. Uh, All right. Blame. So that's Nadal. that's our five. Nadal. Oh yeah. Okay. Nadal's gonna go the rebel, and so authentic is gonna stay. Okay. I knew when I said that that fucking sounded wrong. All right. Let's rewind. Okay. Rewind. I'm not rewinding. We're playing this. All right, who's number four for you? I said the F word. You can't play the F word. Oh, no, I'm playing it. Who's number four? No, do not. I can't do it. I can't go into it. We're not starting yes, over. Can. We'll just, that, no one cares. Who's your four? I care. Um, da, na, na, thousand na. words. You're going thousand words four. Okay, my number four is tis the law. Because we remember That's we That's my number four. Oh, that's your number three. So I went Tis the Law for um, this is I think we talked about him last week. Obviously, uh, very impressive for the Sakatoga Stable guys of Funny Side fame. Barkley Tag, uh, very powerful son of Constitution. Who I don't other than Munnings, I don't know if there's anybody hotter than Constitution right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, okay, I say Tis the Law four. Who was your four? My four is my. My four was thousand words. Your four was thousand words. Okay, yeah, thousand we, words. We, we flip flopped. Right, thousand words right. Uh, is trained by Baffert. Uh, who, what's a shock? He was uh, very, very impressive in his last stake. We're not sure where he's going, um, but I actually uh, uh, we're gonna go to number. I'm gonna tell you some thousand words was my number one. Really? Yeah. Thousand words, my number one. I was really impressive. I loved how professional he was. He's won two turns. He's won a stake. He got going early. He has two-year-old form. He fits to me the type of horse that can can get there on the first Saturday of May right now. So that's my number one was thousand words. So who's your number? I guess your number two, right? Mine, yes. My number two is Silver Prospector. Oh, we will. We just talked about Silver Prospector for Ed mm-hmm. and Susie Orr. Uh, just won the Southwest Stakes. Um, I have to go backwards because my number three we didn't do, and my number three is Charlatan. <laughs> oh, okay. Charlatan was so impressive the other day. He broke his maiden at Santa Anita. For those of you who didn't see this, you may want to go watch. 
Um, he's he's owned by the the whole uh, um, SF Bloodstock. Yeah. No, not Windstar. SF Bloodstock. Yeah, no, it's SF. No, SF Bloodstock. Uh, Jack Wolf Starlight Stables and um, Madigan. It's uh, he won his debut by five and three quarters. He ran one oh eight and four, and he earned a one hundred and five buyer. And he looked like he just looked like an absolute monster. I don't know how else to say Gosh, it. He's Hold on, you're still missing people. It's SF Racing, Starlight, Madikit, Stone Street, Heinlich, Frederick Fielding, and John and Golconda Stables. Oh, I missed the, the little guys at the end. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, that's a lot of people. Well, you know, he, he did... I think some of Windsor must just be because of Spites. No, he did, he did cost 700000 uh as a yearling. And so, well, he's and, out of a two-time stakes winner. Yeah, authenticity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh... And I, I just, I think this horse has it all. And I know it's late, I and I know there's not a lot of time, but he was my number three. So my okay. list right now goes Authentic, Tizzle Charlatan, 543. Yours was, who was yours? Authentic, Authentic Thousand Words, Tizzle Tiz- Silver Prospector. Silver Prospector. My number two is Nadal. So we okay. talked a little bit about him. Uh, you and you and I were in the paddock the other day when he was there. This horse weighs like 10,000 pounds. I, I, he's one of the biggest three-year-olds I've ever seen, I think. He's just an absolute monster. Uh, I, I just described both Charlatan and Nadal as monsters. Nadal is, I don't know what to say. He's a beast. He's so got- you think that, Charlat- that Charlatan can can buck all the trends and he's like the next justified why not the derby um, like not starting as a three-year-old why not okay. listen good ho- justified did it it's not so crazy anymore i'm just if you're <laughs> seeing a trend on my list there's bob baffert is on my list right. i'm not going uh, with with all due respect to uh michael trombetta and independence hall or Peter oh, storm the court or i'm looking or, or, or at the ndn with patrick being cone my guy's bob baffert you know sol right. volante we didn't talk about him. Who's your number one? Because I already said my number one was thousand words. My number one is enforceable. Enforceable. So he ran on for second. He had won the previous stake. Uh, I love that horse. That horse overcome like he like you said, there might be a speed bias. Sure. I thought Mr. Monomoy didn't work very hard in the front end. He went like forty eight and change. He was not going fast at all. And no one else was closing ground except for Enforceable. He closed down the outside. I know he couldn't reel in Mr. Monomoy, but you're not gonna reel in a lot of Brad Cox horses that are loose on the lead, right? Right. And if there was a speed bias, even more reason. I think he's got a ton of upside to him. He's just still starting to figure out his job, especially if you go back and watch him as a two year old in this year, he's a completely different horse. Okay. He's got the pedigree to be great he's out of like just little dixie she has been an absolute star for a broodmare i think he he sky's the limit is that and john oxley mark cassie correct yes okay um so michelle is enforceable go, th- go through your list from one to five enforceable silver prospector tis the law thousand words and authentic. Okay, and I'm and thousand words. I'll tell you what, yeah. Nadal and Charlatan can move up in there if I see them do something next time. I mean, Charlatan is just broke just, his maiden, so I need to see him versus winners. Okay. And I want to see Nadal stretch out. Yeah. I, you know what? You, listen, you can say whatever you want. But this is my list. Thousand words, Nadal, right. Charlatan, <laughs> Tis the Law, authentic. I'm going four out of five Baffert. I put the Tis the Law in. Been very impressive with his. And that is our very, very... this. 
remind the people out there this is very early we still have oh, a yeah. long way to go um uh, michelle months, four months to go what is coming up at santa anita this week because i think that saturday honestly the stake at the buena vista it's great too two hundred thousand dollars dollars a mile on the turf and i think it's going to be an amazing race i hope it's going to be why what do you mean Who's you hope be in it, Billy? oh wait a second i have probables you want probables yeah tell uh, me okay you ready hold on i gotta yeah. pull it up because I only have I have noms, but not probable. Oh no 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 no! Come on, we're gonna do. Oh, dang it! Well, tell me what else is going on while I get the pro. I pull up the problem. Okay. Um. So what else is going on this weekend? If you want to come out, it is the chili cook-off at Santa Anita, which is super fun. That's on Saturday. Friday, like usual, we've got two-dollar beers happening, and um, also the ultimate fan experience package powered by my racehorse, both Saturday and Sunday, and. The February betting challenge, $500 entry fee for that. We're already working towards NHC for 2021. Um, and then Sunday is the spring fever stakes. But like Billy said, the feature on Saturday is the grade two Buena Vista. Are you ready for Tell this? Tell me Jolie Olympica's kind of run. Caressa just won the uh -huh. stake, uh, the megahertz. Giza Goddess. Okay. Jolie Olympica. Woo-woo! Keeper of the Stars. La Lady P? La Sardin. Okay. Meal ticket. Yeah. Moochley. I saw her Moochley, who's supposed to be pretty good. Mo Simon Callahan. Right. Mucho Unusual. Always uh -huh. gives it a good shot. Sold it. Mm -hmm. Storm the Hill. Mm -hmm. Super Patriot. Super Patriot. And Tiny Tina. That's what I've nice. heard. Now, I don't know. Lady Prancelot, maybe. She's a possible. Okay. Possible. That'll uh, make the field really, really good to add a, to add Lady Tina. This is, to. but and this is a really, really I mean, this is. You have to figure that Julie Olympia, Olympica is going to be favored. This um, is the acid test for her. Absolutely. I mean, she has to go a mile off of just one race. Caressa, I thought, was really impressive in her last start. Uh, yes. you know, and they only went there because the, her other races weren't filling. Right. And Super Patriot, um, she always gives it her best. And if you like Super Patriot, if you think they're going to go fast, you know, she's going to be probably 8 to 10 to 1 in here. Um, right. This is a really good, really, really good bunch of older Philly and mares going a mile on the turf. I think it's a, it's going to be the best race of the weekend, and and who knows, it, it could be one of the better races of the meet. So get out to Santa Anita this weekend. Thanks to Samantha Siegel. Thanks to TaylorMade. Thanks to uh, Delmar and Santa Anita who always put on the show. And thanks to all of our listeners every week who you guys are tuning in and finding us and downloading the show. We're on our new place. We're still on iTunes. Michelle put up a website. Uh, I'm going to surprise her and fix it up a little bit. Um, she doesn't know this yet, uh, but it's it's really great. You could tweet us at Own a Horse. We're going to put this podcast up later tonight uh, at the Michelle U at BKLRF. You can email me if you have any questions about horse racing ownership or horse racing in general. I'm Billy at LittleRedFeather.com. Oh, that was exhausting. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I do have to say I will not be here next week, so we're going to have to take a break. Where are you going to be? I'm leaving for Saudi. Whoa, there's no phones in Saudi? I can't get 10 minutes of your I'm time? Gonna be, I'm going to be on the plane. Well, we don't have to do I it mean, on Tuesday anymore, remember? Well, I guess maybe we can do it. When, I don't think I get there till Thursday. I leave Tuesday and I get there like Thursday. Why can't we so, do it on Monday? Because I have like my uh, Olivia school I have to do. <laughs> teacher mom. All right. We're gonna, I've got to try to hang all right. with the baby. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. Michelle's going to Saudi Arabia. So hair. we need to do a Saudi preview <laughs> show. Maybe we'll do it next Thursday. We'll do a Saudi preview. Okay. Well, I like we can it. Definitely work. 
Look, Let, we could definitely try to do that for sure. We got Skype. It works. Everybody, thanks so much for listening and uh, tune in next, maybe next Thursday. Maybe we don't Thursday? even know for the Saudi yeah. show. All right, Michelle. I've done it from Australia before, so who knows? Thanks for everything. You're the best. Thanks, Billy. Bye, guys. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu.